From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. We're on air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Big night for the Rams. That's right. Congratulations to the Rams. Ram it. Mm-hmm. Ram it. Where's all my ram it? Uh. So. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. What a, what a lead up here. Ram it. Chainsmokers, ram it. Yeah. Ram it. Just ram it. All right. Elton John, would you? Ram it. That's right. Do you know how to ram it? Oh, we did. Oh, please just ram it. We did yesterday. Do you know how to ram it? <laughs> we ram it. We will be rocking, rocking LA. LA. So let's ram it today. Let's ram it. The fa- favorite part's we coming. Gonna ram it. When he drops the up bomb. <laughs> I love it was so funny. Elton John was wearing an orange Adidas tracksuit. I'll never forget. Yeah. It's sitting across from me, and he's like, "Ram it!" You, and then he just started dropping f bombs through it. Brilliant. So good. Brilliant. All right, so we'll get into uh, all the detail in a little bit. This morning, also, Ryan's Roses. They're in an open marriage. This is a Ryan's Roses. They have an open marriage. They have rules, though. She fears he's breaking the rules. Oh, jeez. And putting them in jeopardy. Everybody's still basking in the win from yesterday, last night at SoFi Stadium. The Rams in a nail-biter. And oh. all those penalties in, in the last two minutes of the game. Uh, but, of course, uh, the Rams came out successful and everybody very excited about it. I just loved it when you know after the game when Sean McVay kept with his huge just the biggest smile in the world was hugging Stafford and hugging uh, all of his players in that great success. And by the way, Sissony was at the game. You were there at SoFi Stadium to see it all go down. What was it like to be there? We saw it all I, obviously on TV. Yeah, my first Super Bowl experience and just being that it's here in LA, it was so the energy at SoFi was I can't even I I don't even have words for it. Now, I, I, I've been to the games, the Super Bowls before, and I've watched on TV. Sometimes it's you don't you don't get as much detail, right? You don't get all of the right. color when you're watching the game in person, unless Michael's by your side giving you all the color <laughs> that Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth <laughs> would be giving. But you you don't get all of the the narration, if you will. Did you miss that? No, I didn't miss it at all. I was there, and then that halftime show. Are you kidding me? Oh, to see that live was everything. Did you know that 50 Cent was hanging upside down? I knew that there was going to be a surprise, and everybody was guessing 50 Cent, only because like he actually performed the night before at the DirecTV party. So I feel like it was very, very possible that he was no, going to. Could you tell he was hanging upside down? Yes, I knew that was him. Oh, all right. But you could tell he yeah. was hanging up. See, for on TV, he looked like he was upside down, but I was waiting for some sort of camera trick to flip around. Oh, and, no, know, no, no. Yeah, he was upside down. Stage spin. Uh, so good. What was it like when they were setting all that up? It was really cool. Actually, Michael took a time lapse because he's nerdy like that. Um, so he did a time lapse video on his on his camera and he posted it on his Instagram. But yeah, it's, it's it was really impressive to see them set the whole stage up in what seven minutes, and then all of a sudden, boom, the show started. It was it was fast. And could you? I mean, the, Al Michaels was saying it was half Bengals fans, half Rams fans. What did it feel like in SoFi Stadium? It really was, I I think, split 50-50, but we were kind of in a 
Bengals area, I feel. There was more Bengals fans where I was sitting. So we did feel that. But then we had our like our little, you know, L.A. crew. And every time the Rams would score, we were like, yes, let's go. So, oh, man. Nice. It, it, they definitely they definitely worked for it. And they definitely had yeah. all of us watching on the edge of our seat, you know, with Becca Mount injured and watching from the sidelines mm-hmm. and just watching Sean McVay, you know, coach that team and Matthew Stafford chip, chip, chip away. Uh, I knew it they was, were going to do it. It was, uh, it was very, it was very exciting. I got, I got chills and I held back yeah. the tears because I'm trying not to cry so much. So I, I, Wait, did... I loved your gear, by the way. Oh yeah, no. I was, listen. I I went to the Rams kiosk and I was already. I even had Rams socks on, but I took those <laughs> off. I I got the socks, the light blue socks and yellow socks, but I didn't wear them during the game. Uh, all right, so much to cover and talk about. So much excitement. So much fun watching the Super Bowl and seeing all the shots of Los Angeles coming in and out of the game, and everybody in the world watching our great city. Congratulations to the Rams. So your morning hack. If you got your partner one of these uh, four Valentine's Day things, send it back. These are the top three things you should not get someone for Valentine's Day. Okay. One, exercise clothes or equipment. Sending the wrong message for Valentine's Ooh. Day. Not so romantic. Appliances, not romantic. <laughs> Kitchen appliances, not yeah. romantic. Now, this one is surprising to me. They say, don't get your partner this for Valentine's Day. And it's a pet. Pet is a lifetime commitment. Don't give them the gift of responsibility. Oh, I think yeah. pets. I can I see that. Honey, you're all about getting the dog for each other. Well, yeah, but it was a decision that we decided on together as a couple, not like me just saying, here's a dog. Today's quote, loving is not just looking at each other, but looking in the same direction. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get to the headline, Sissini. What do you have? Well, it's all about the Rams, baby. The Los Angeles Rams are your new Super Bowl champions. They beat Cincinnati Bagels. The score, the final score is 23-20 to 20 over at SoFi Stadium, their home stadium, winning yesterday's Super Bowl 56. Now, this makes them the second team in history to win a Super Bowl on their home field. The first was last season's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Los Angeles Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup was named the Super Bowl's most valuable player. You know, minutes after winning Super Bowl 56 yesterday, Los Angeles Rams safety Taylor Rapp went ring chasing yet again. He took a knee on the field and proposed to his girlfriend, who is named Danielle, more than one ring tonight, the team tweeted with a video of Rapp's proposal. And Taylor Rapp wasn't the only Ram to experience a big game day um, and a big life event, I should say at that. Wide receiver Van Jefferson's wife went in to labor during the game on Instagram uh, shortly after Los Angeles won they showed Jefferson and who uh, caught four out of eight targets for 23 yards by the way with his newborn son in his arms Samaria so was determined to be at the Super Bowl to support Van but she left mid-game on a stretcher while in labor thank goodness everything came out great for them on air with Ryan Seacrest I'm still feeling the buffalo wings in my stomach. <laughs> I'm still honestly. Oh. I, I went for the I went for the full cornstarch deep fried. You saw the spread, Tanya. Okay, I really wanted to talk to you about this video because this is the content that I've been needing from you, and I also need to make sure who was filming that video. Well, Easton is with me. Easton, say hi. Hi. There's Easton. So <laughs> he's either Easton or Tubbs are always by my side, uh, and it was. 
I, I had a pork slider, a beef slider, mm. and and buffalo wings. And honestly, I have gas. I mean, I have real. No, you had way thunder. more than that. You had lettuce there. I really well, appreciated lettuce was, the lettuce. Lettuce was there for me to use at some point because uh -huh. it couldn't continue to have the acidic sugars and sweets. But what did you have, Tanya? What did you eat? I, we had the same thing. We had all. We had wings. We had barbecue chicken, barbecue biscuits, all. Of them. And then we had salad as well. So it was kind of all on the table, just like yours. I had tater tots. I had adult tater tots, not the ones from school when you were a kid. Adult tater tots with cheese and like mushrooms in them, and I did you guys, we had mustard sauce. We had nachos oh. in a bag. At <laughs> well, you were at the game. You should be having nachos in a bag. All right, we've got. Uh, let's see who's on the line here. Lucy, Chelsea, and Roxy. Uh, are they all on the same line? Hello, it's Kiss FM. Are you there, Lucy, Chelsea, and Roxy? Yeah. Are you all together on one line? Uh, yeah, we're all together, but just I, just me. I, I'm the only one who can hear you right now. I mean, who's? What's your name? I'm Lucy. Lucy Seacrest here. So I heard you went to the game. Yes, I did. Now, how old are you? I'm 16. And how did you get tickets? To, you and Sissini, Lucky, got mm -hmm. tickets to go to the mm -hmm. game. How did y'all get to the, go to the game? Well, my dad works for the Rams, so we just got to go. Wait, he <laughs> works for the Rams. Well, what was it? What was what was your dad like during the game? What was his reaction after the win? Oh, he was so excited, but it was really stressful at the end. So we were all so stressed, but it was so exciting when we won. The stress at the end was real stress. I, I mean, especially really with all was. the penalties offsetting each other yes. and then the clock counting down and then us not getting it in then dropping the ball. I mean, it was like that was because in, in your mind you're thinking, okay, wow, we're running the clock down, right? We're running the clock down and we're going to get there. Mm -hmm. We're going to punch it in and we're going to and then that's going to be it. But we didn't exactly have to punch it in right away. I know they the balls turned over so many times. And the end of the game, that it was so stressful, but we finally got a touchdown. Lucy, what a cool experience at 16 to go to our wow. hometown Super Bowl. I know. I'm so thankful that I got to go. It was so fun and exciting. And you got to bring some of your friends? Oh, no, just my sisters. Oh, your sisters. Those are your sisters. Okay, got it. Lucy, <laughs> Chelsea, Roxy. And what is your dad's name? His name is Andy. Well, tell Andy, go Rams, congratulations, yeah. and thank you very much for listening, Lucy. Yeah. Okay, you take care. Thank you. All right, bye. Lucy and Sissini, fresh from the actual game at SoFi Stadium. Uh, and Ram, this is it. You, let's just hear it again. The Rams scored a go-ahead touchdown. 85 seconds left. Stafford to Coop. Check it out. Second to goal. Oh, and you, you hear the pads there. You know, Al Michaels kept calling Chris Collinsworth partner. Hey, partner, what do we got, partner? You, you know, he was like, he was, he was like leaning into the, the the relationship that they've had because, as Al told us just the other day here, and it's public that that's his last game on NBC. But mm -hmm. there were there were Prime commercials, there were Amazon Prime commercials running during the game talking about Thursday night football. We're guessing he's going there. Now, that's just our guess, but we're guessing he's going there. I don't know. Um, all right, Rams stop the Bengals. This is it. I think Al said ball game on the line right here. It was fourth and one. Take a listen again. It's just too good. Burrow trying to keep it going. Gets spun down. Gets it away. And incomplete. It looked like P. Ryan might have had a shot. 
to make the grab at the Rams now. And that was it. You knew it. That was it. Defensive play. That was it. Uh, there was a shot of Aaron Donald pointing at his finger. Put the ring on my finger. So, L.A.'s first Super Bowl win. The Rams won it all in 1999. They were at St. Louis then. They also won an NFL championship in 51 as the Rams before the Super Bowl era. And in 1945 as the Cleveland Rams. So, their fourth NFL championship, first L.A. Super Bowl win in our own backyard in Inglewood, in that brand-new, beautiful house that they built there. Uh, Matt Money Smith is joining us right now from our sister station, AM 570 LA Sports. Petros and Money airs three to seven weekdays. Matt Money Smith, how are you, buddy? Hey, what's up, Brian? Hey, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, a nail biter, nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> we're just talking about the game yesterday. And I, I'm curious to know. We were we were honing in on something specific. And I wanted your expertise on this, right? So we we lose. Uh, Beckham Jr., Odell Beckham Jr., early on in the game. And that's a really big deal. And uh, Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels were talking about as the game went on how this is going to come down to Stafford and also really the coaching and the play calling of Sean McVay. How did Beckham Jr. getting injured, being taken out of the game, change the game plan? What did you see happen? So I guess the best way I can I can put it is maybe into almost basketball terms, and you always hear you know you need two stars, maybe three to win an to win an NBA championship. Yeah, you need two receivers in the NFL, and it's it's not taking anything away from Van Jefferson or Blanton or whomever they were using at tight end or Cam Akers out of the backfield. Odell Beckham Jr. is a star, like he's a number one receiver on a bunch of teams, and you saw the way they were deploying him there early in the game when he got. You know, the Rams' first touchdown, he had a huge crossing route where he broke wide open for a big game. He's just a difference maker. So now that you take him out of the game, Cincinnati can just shift coverage. They can shift, you know, of their 11 defenders, they can commit two, maybe three to Cooper Cup now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fine, you, these other guys, let's see, you, let's see you beat us, prove it to us. And you can't do that with Beckham. You cannot afford to push that much coverage to one receiver in Cooper Cup, who was the Super Bowl MVP, uh, with with Odell Beckham Jr. out there. So that's what changed so much. And that's why, you know, the offense that had been moving there early on just immediately bogged down. So if you're Sean McVay, you're feeling pressure. But how much pressure did you feel then? Oh, I think a ton. You know, look, the, the Rams were built to win this game, you know, to win the Super Bowl this year. You know, I, I don't – Odell Beckham Jr. is probably not going to be back. Von Miller is probably not going to be back. You know, they they traded a ton of, of their future for right now, and I love it. Look, nobody in the NFL has, has done it the way that this Rams team decided to do it this year by not having first-round picks for five years in a row. And that we're talking about young players that are cost-controlled, that you don't have to pay a lot of money, but are really talented, and you get them while they're young and – um, instead, they traded that for veterans, for Jalen Ramsey, for Brandon Cooks, who's no longer on the team or receiver, and now two first-round picks for Matthew Stafford. And, and I think one of the reasons why people love sports so much is, you know, we can create metaphors for life. And, and I mean, you know this, Ryan. You're, you're successful in, in so many different walks of life. Like, fortune favors the bold, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there has not been a team from a roster construction standpoint that has been this bold I don't know if it's ever happened. Just the way they constructed this team to win the Super Bowl this specific year. Like, that was why yeah. this team was built the way it was. It was written in the script. You mentioned Jalen Ramsey. That he was hoping for a face mask call earlier in the game, which resulted in a Bengals score. It seemed like there was penalty karma at the end of the game in the fourth quarter. 
Yeah, no doubt. Uh, that that penalty on on what was it, fourth down, or th- I think it was on third down, maybe, but the one near the goal that gave them a new set of downs. Oh my um, god, so that was huge. probably just a hand check on Logan Wilson. You know, it was a huge call. But yeah, you're right. You know, penalties tend to even out. Uh, it was a terrible missed call that went for a touchdown, and uh, you know, came back around. You, you hate to see that um, at any time in the game, but especially late in the game. But look, the the key is there's another play. It's not like you know the. I think what happens when people start blaming penalties for wins and losses, well, they still have to take another snap. You know, you still have yeah. to go up against this defense that had been sensational all night to score a touchdown. And the Rams were able to do that. They, they were able to cash in on that penalty. Matt Money Smith with us. Uh, love talking to you after the big games. This is a real big one. The big Super Bowl win for the Rams. Petros and Money airs three to seven weekdays on AM 570 LA Sports. Thanks, brother, for coming on. You take good care. Talk soon. All right, Ryan. Anytime. All right. See you, pal. So it's just neat, Tanya, Patty. Yeah. I just realized, I mean, like, that's a sports guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I get excited. I, I, football's the only sport I really know, and I do know it, mm-hmm. and I get into it. But I realize how I just don't sound like a sports guy when a sports guy's on with us. <laughs> you do it to us, though. So there's that. What do you mean I do it to you? You do sound like a sports guy to us. So maybe bit, not... Against Matt Money Smith, but, but right, it's hard to like yeah. run toe to toe with the guy that he knows. He knows everything <laughs> about every sport, right? Right. I mean. On air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. One hundred two point seven, Kiss FM. Time for Ryan's roses, dear Ryan and Sissini. We are in an open relationship. We have rules. I think he's broken the rules. Amanda's on with us in Woodland Hills. Amanda, how did you get to the place where? you and your husband decided to have an open marriage? We want to keep it fun. I mean, you know, sometimes we're tired, and one of us will be tired, the other one won't be, and as long as there's no feelings involved, I don't see anything wrong with taking that. How do you not get jealous? Yeah. Because, Because there's rules. I mean, we have rules. We're supposed to, we see the person one time and take care mm. of business, and then we have a relationship. Then can I have a relationship? So what rules do you think your husband is breaking? Why are we here? So the whole thing is we're only supposed to see the person one time. And right. Because more than once can lead to feelings, it could create some issues. So we only show each other the person that we're going to be going out with. And uh, the other night, we were both going out, and we I saw who he was supposed to be going out with, he saw who I was supposed to be going out with, and we ran into each other, the four of us ran into each other. We were at this area where there's lots of restaurants and bars and your, your phone is a little muffled, but it sounds like you're saying that he went out with this other person he's only supposed to see once with you? No. We, well, we were each going out individually, and we ran into each other. And he was not with the person that he showed me. He showed me a picture of the person he was supposed to be out with, and it was not that person. And not only that, I've seen... I'm, I swear, the woman he was with, I've seen her before. They've gone out before. And that's totally against the rules. Okay. So this open marriage, 
means that you date someone one night and stayed together and sleep together one night and never again. Is that what the rules are? Yes, that is the rule. And, and do you take them out? Do they go out for dinner? Yeah. Do you guys eat and dinner do before? they know? They do. I mean, we don't lie about it. We're very open about this. We're very truthful. Um, well, I mean, we're supposed to be truthful. I think I have been truthful, but I think that he's been out with this woman before. Oh, I mean, it sounds like trouble. It just sounds yeah. like so much of a slip slope. Amanda in Woodland Hills is in an open marriage. The deal is they can sleep with someone else for one night and one night only, and they got to show each other the person they're going to be with. She thinks he's seeing someone more than once outside the openness of the open marriage. Therefore, creating an outside relationship. Yeah, it's all just so... I mean, it sounds... Right, sounds like a lot of excitement, but just so complicated and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, Tubbs, what are your thoughts? Oh. <laughs> it just sounds weird to me. Awkward. I couldn't do it. No. And I'm also a little bothered that we're doing this call, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Because I feel mm-hmm. like there's so many people that are in actual, not that this is an actual relationship, but that are in like, that maybe, you know, have emailed us and... I just feel like this is not they they've made their bed with this relationship. They chose to have an open relationship. So therefore they chose to have these fascinating to hear about. I mean, I'm so fascinated to hear that they're doing it. It's crazy. Yeah, and just because we are not partaking in that open relationship or an open marriage does not mean we we judge. You know, we we do all types of roses. Yes, it's years, forty years from now, right? I mean, you may who knows? I'm judging. I'm standing up for all the people that actually email us that are like think they're really being cheated on like well, these people I'm, are choo- well, they're choosing to be too. well they're choosing this life though but I'm, yeah but there's I'm, rules just like you set rules with michael when you got married you guys will be true to each other vows they set their own rules you know that you're able to see someone else but only once right. those, those are their vows like, it sounds like your husband is breaking the rules now amanda i need you to say ryan you have my permission to call and then your husband's name on kiss fm go ahead ryan you have my permission to call on Kiss FM. Okay, we're doing that now. We're going to see if we can... Do you know the other woman's name that you think he might have seen more than once? Yeah, we ran into each other. It, we were introduced. Her name is Kendra. Kendall? Kendra. Okay. Kendra. Okay, got Kendra. it. Kendra. All right, here we go. Good luck. Hello. Hi, is this Vince? Yes, it is. Hi, Vince. My name is Chrissy. I'm calling from Flowers off the 101. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So we're actually a flower shop that services like the Woodland Hills area, parts of the valley. And I'm calling because we're doing something for local residents specifically. It's a promotion that we do about once a month. You've been selected today. So congratulations. You can send a dozen free roses to anybody that you'd like. Okay, thanks. Uh, I'm going to send them to Kendra. Okay, great. And what would you like to put on the card? Thinking of you. Perfect. Okay. Vince, your voice is being broadcast on the radio. I need you to know that. We've got your wife, Amanda, on the line, who tells us you're in an open marriage. 
She's convinced you're seeing somebody more than once named Kendra. You just sent roses to Kendra. That sounds like it breaks the rules of the open marriage. So, Vince, can you tell Amanda what's going on? Uh, she knows what's going on. We're in an open relationship. We both see other people. This is really none of your business. No, it's none of my business, but for the moment, you see other people once, as I understand it. Is that not the rule? Yeah, she knows the rules. Well, what are the rules? Have you seen seen her, Vince? What? And how many times have you seen Kendra, Vince? It's only been a few times. You know, it's not a big deal. You're overreacting. Come on. But isn't the rule you only see somebody once? Hey, it's, you know, something that happened. It's not a big deal. You know we see other people. You see other people. You've seen other guys plenty of times. This is not a big deal. I don't even know. I can't it even believe you have me on the radio deal, talking it's about It's a big deal. It's not believable. You are breaking the rules. I respect the rules. I follow the rules. I respect our relationship. And you are just, what are you doing? I don't understand this. Do you have feelings for this? You know what we're doing. You're doing your thing. I'm doing mine. Okay, I saw her a couple of extra times. It's not a big deal. You know that I'm with it you. You know a that. Deal. You are not respecting it's the rules. Not. We set boundaries. We set boundaries. There are rules. I am following those stupid. I wouldn't love to see some of these guys another time, but I don't because we have an agreement. We promise each other things, and you are just throwing that away. I do you do you have feelings for Kendra? Look, there's no feelings here at all, okay? It was just something nice I did. It's not a big deal, I'm telling you. There's no well, it love sounds like Look, you it sounds like I'm the at, rules. You know it sounds like the rules are black and white, but look, I, I honestly, there are, uh, there's Sissini. I cannot believe you put us on the radio. I cannot the, believe you did this. Sissini didn't well, want to me to. You need to promise. Promise that you're not seeing her again. Look, this is not the proper time or place to have this conversation. I'm not doing this right now. Well, Vince, we're not doing this right now either. We're just done with it. So good luck, mm-hmm. Amanda. Now you've got your news. Your hunch was right. And I wish you success. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Even be married. Well, that's what that happened. Point. Right. Exactly. Amanda and Vince are married, but they have an open relationship, an open marriage. And the rules were you can go out and spend the night with someone with approval, but only go out with them once, not repetitively. Mm-hmm. And we found out that Vince had, well, he sent Kendra, a different woman, the roses, and had been seeing her on the side. But I think your point, Sisney, was you guys kind of got what you asked for when you start letting other people into your marriage. I think so, too. So it was a waste of a call, in my point of view. What, I just wonder what percentage of... Anybody listening now is in an open marriage. And that's fine, but don't call us to try to see if your husband or wife is cheating on you. Because <laughs> it's like, obviously, you <laughs> made your bed. All right. Well, let's get to Kristen. Kristen, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm good. So you have a pretty clear view on this. Go ahead. I just think there's no way that you can sleep with other people without eventually developing feelings like it, it never ends well mm-hmm. i personally i've never been in an open relationship but i have had a friends with benefits and it was like the same thing like 
like there was feelings are developed and it just, it didn't end well. And these types of situations, I just, they never end well. It's impossible to not get some kind of emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's human nature. It, you may mm-hmm. be able to force yourself not to have feelings for some period of time, but at some point, it's human nature. I mean, everyone's craving to be loved. Yeah, and connected. And, so, and connected. And so, yeah. I don't know, you know, there, but there are, I, there are people who have done it successfully. There are. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> so it, it is, it has happened, but I feel like those are like pretty rare compared to all the people that are in open relationships. Well, Tanya, Sissini, Patty, you're not going to like this, but this has set me back. My getting married timeline is pushed back again. Ay, ay, Just longer. Just longer. Well, thank you, Kristen, yeah. for calling in. Thank you. All right, bye. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. A nail-biter Super Bowl Rams win 23-20 to 20 in the last seconds of the game. And that last fourth and one, I mean, it was that, that was the clinching play right there. We knew that they were going to get the ring right right as soon as that did not. Uh, they didn't convert. The Bengals didn't convert that. And Sisney was there at SoFi Stadium. Sisney, was this a last-minute thing? Because last I heard, I didn't think you were going. It was very last-minute. We decided to go Thursday afternoon, I think wow. Thursday or Friday. Yeah, it was very last minute. So, so grateful that we did go. And that halftime show was just epic. Well, first of all, what time? But did you have the nachos in a bag and the beef skewers and the barbacoa tacos at the tailgate? How did you order your, in what order did you have your food before halftime? That's kind of the order. So I went barbacoa tacos right when we mm. got there. Because it was like, we got there like at noon. So it's lunchtime. Mm-hmm. That was the tailgate. A lot of things to see, to do, walk around. Every news station was covering it. You know, just like everybody's like having a good time. So excited. Michael had the beef skewers. Then we get in our seats and he got nachos in a bag. (laughs) (laughs) And then he ate. Oh, my gosh. I had a bite of this, but it's not my jam. He had a cheeseburger sub. A cheeseburger sub. What is it? Is it just like the, the so it's really about the bun and the hamburgers in the middle. It's literally like a long yeah. sub and has like lined up patties oh and cheese all Ew, in there. Oh, and I thought I was feeling bad this morning. That would make me feel worse. There's uh, no chance oof. I could ever eat that. We're talking about the halftime show. Let's kick it off with some of next episode. Drain Snoop. Take a listen. Do you know what's great is that after that California Love and Ink rolled in, here it is. And I, I start thinking, these are the kids, these are kiss songs, these are songs that we get to play all the time. And then, upside down, he's lowered into the show as a surprise 50 Cent. Here it is. And Sissy, you were there. We got to see Mary J, and she was digging deep. It was brilliant, Mary J. Family affair, no more drama. What was it like to watch her in SoFi? It was like an outer body experience. I right. I, I feel like I got slapped in the face with like the best music just 
song after song after song. And I was singing at the top of my lungs. Like I basically like lost my voice this morning because of it. But it was just unreal. Like it Here's, was real. I mean, you, I wanted that, that I wanted it to be like an hour long concert. I, it was you know, pretty long, but I know I, I wanted to go on too, but it was pretty long. Here's family affair. Mary J. And then actually she finished no more drama. She just laid, like, just laid down. She it was like she gave it her all, left everything out there, which was brilliant to watch. And Kendrick Lamar here. Check it out. Bad trips like, yeah, I'm on one. You on one. God, God, God. We gonna be all right. It is so great to watch this show knowing that all of those artists come from Dre, right? I mean, they were all mm -hmm. touched to Dre in some way. It was like they were back together doing this together and sharing the spotlight together and love for Tam's Burgers, yeah. specifically oh, yes. number 21, which is on Rosecrans. Everybody and was Central, screaming, right? watching it, watching that, yeah. Right? And you could also see like uh, Eve's After Dark and Dale's Donuts and uh, the MLK Memorial were all... Uh, you know, different things you could see in that show. Uh, here's Eminem when he hit the stage with Lose yeah. Yourself. Oh, you loved it, right? So good. It did. It felt like a hometown show. And, of course, Dre here to close it out. Very L.A. The halftime show. And did you see? We saw on TV, sister, we saw Jay-Z, like, strolling around, walking around. Oh, okay. Did you see him on the sidelines? I did not, but they they showed so many celebrities. We did see like Jennifer Lopez and Ben and um, Kanye was there. Oh my god, there were so mm -hmm. many people. Did you know that Dre played the piano? Who yeah. knew that? Yeah, yeah. The guy's like a legendary music producer. Girl. He he's I didn't very know he musical. played the piano like that. I was like, okay. <laughs> hopefully, you did not say that. Actually, I like, I did. Hopefully, you did not say it like that. Uh, <laughs> Sisney at the Rams game last night. We all watched every single minute. I had I had that order in my food. I, I wanted to eat things I don't normally eat, and I just I had to order in. And I don't know. I the buffalo wings that I got. So I asked them, they said they're deep fried in cornstarch. They're salt and pepper, then they're deep fried in cornstarch, then there's mm -hmm. Frank's sauce put on them. But they were I don't know, my chickens must have been injected with something when they were growing because they were so <laughs> <laughs> plump so big like you know sometimes you just bite and the meat's gone i would i was gnawing on these things for <laughs> for quite a while so i'm not so sure how good for me they were but our annual super bowl bet it's our annual tradition we've been on the super bowl end in a way that has nothing to do with the game really itself so whoever gets the most points gets to pick the music in next friday's dj triple xl mix this year we focused entirely on the halftime show, and we said which performer, this was the first bet, which performer will sing a rap first? I said Dre, Sis said Dre, Tanya said Snoop, Patty said Dre. Tanya, you win that. Mm -hmm. Snoop Thank came you out. so much. He, his sweatsuit was it. So good. It was oh, so the good. Best. Okay, so, so Tanya, you're in the lead now on the bet. Okay. Thank you. All right, next one was, hey, will anyone get bleeped? I said no. Y'all said yes. So now we're tied, Tanya, you and me. Ooh. Oh, Third quarter uh -huh. here. Right. What color will Eminem's hair be when he's first seen? 
brown, black, blonde, or white. I said brown. Sis said brown. Tony said black. Petty said brown. All right. So what's the score? Final score. Ryan three. Tony two. Sisney one. Patty one. Oh, oh. sorry. DJ Triple XL and I are going to be doing the mix for you on Friday. Congratulations. Oh, thank mm. you. I really wanted this one. Mm-hmm. Put a lot of thought I into did. that bed. Uh, good morning. Hello, Kiss. Who is this? This is Missy. Missy, it's Ryan Seacrest. How are you? Good. How are you? Super good. What well, you were at the game? I was. All right. What was it like to be there at SoFi? A very intense, a very close game. We were down for a lot of that game, coming from behind. What was it like to be there? And who were you with? I mean, it was pretty awesome. Uh, we actually were on the Bengals side, so it was a little, probably a little bit more mellow than I would have liked compared yeah. to the Rams side, but it was great. There was eight of our friends. We were all together. Great. Eight of your friends got tickets? We did, yeah. That's fun. What, yeah. what, was it like, what was it like to get in, to get down there? Because I heard it was tricky to get, you had to leave early to get in, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, it wasn't that bad considering it was L.A. and I was expecting a nightmare of traffic. It was more mellow than other games, to be honest. It really was. It was pretty well organized. I was pretty impressed. I mean, I just know when we go down to the forum to do Jingle Ball, it takes me four hours. It takes forever. Jingle Ball, I've been to a couple Jingle Balls, way worse. Yeah, it takes forever to get to Jingle Ball. I think that locals avoided the 405. Well, you're over... You're over concerted and ticketed you're over ticketed i'm over ticketed well i mean you've well, the super bowl bieber jingle ball you're going so to everything much. i've been home i've been i mean with covid not so much i've been home for two years no, i guess this that's was like true i guess it, yeah this is the, you're getting it all out of your system get it girl. well i'm i'm sure it was amazing to be there certainly at the end it and, was uh, pretty awesome well, but i will you. say the halftime show was my super bowl what did you mm-hmm. love about the halftime show we we're just talking about that i mean everything it was amazing did you have it a was, favorite performance? Yes. I knew I every word to every song, and I was in heaven. I know. I mean, these are the songs that – these are yeah. these are our songs, right? It definitely aged me. <laughs> Everyone knew how old I was sitting in the stands, but it was worth it. <laughs> but you're cool if you know those songs, no matter how old you are. I know. The best. That's true. I agree. Well, thank you for listening to us. You take care, okay? Enjoy Bieber. Thanks. Bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. That's a lot of Super Bowl tickets to get you with your eight friends. I know. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. 102.7 Kiss FM. Tell me something good on this Valentine's Day. We're looking for that. Megan, good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? We're doing super well. Well, this is amazing news. Go ahead. Tell us something good. Okay, so... um, Back in um, the end of 2018, me and my daughter actually called in and were on um, the response to Ryan's Roses with you guys the day she was having um, her fourth open heart surgery. We just got news back that the transplant is going well. It has not rejected because it looked like it was going to. Um, So that's great news, huge news. And she's at Chalk in Orange County. And so we love you so much for just the Seacrest Studios there. It has gotten us through so much. So that's also awesome. But, yeah, um, she's been testing now for her next open heart, which will be her fifth. And she's 16, and she's just a warrior. It's just great news that um, her the transplant that she had is not rejecting, but she still has to go back in for some other things. But 
just so positive. And we love you guys so much, Ryan. I can't, I can't even tell you at Chalk how amazing it is to have your studio there. You guys have gotten my daughter through so much work. Are you there? So she- yeah. Yes, I'm here. Okay, we just lost you for a second. Well, I, I can't, I, I have no words to tell you, to hear that it could have been rejected. You thought it was going to be rejected and that it worked out okay. It must have been so difficult and anxiety-ridden it's, for you. You get through it. She's she's the one. I don't know how she does it, but just amazing news. And once again, just thank you so much for putting Seacrest Studios at Chalk. In Orange County, I can't even tell you. Um, it's gotten us through a lot. Just being there, we spent so much time there. Well, thank you, Megan, and and thank you to the volunteers, the interns that run the Seacrest Studios there in Orange County and around the country, actually, because the idea is to just take take the pressure and stress off of the minds of the kids that have to be in those hospitals. And you guys do. We got to go down to the studios. They came up. We we got to be involved with, you know, different. We get to call in as if it's a radio station. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing. It's a whole little world there. And you really put life into there with that. And so, I mean, that's also another, you know, a blessing there. So just good all around. And we love you guys. So just just good all around. We're very happy. (laughs) Thank you, Megan. And big heartfelt hug to your daughter. Awesome. Her name is Julia, and she's awesome. She's a 16-year-old, so she's she's doing great. One more year, and then we're done. <laughs> awesome. We well, her. you and Julia, take good care, okay, Megan? Thanks for calling. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. We love you guys. Bye. Love Bye. you. Love you, too. Oh, just wow. thinking about that, right? As a parent, as mm-hmm. the patient, 102.7 KISS FM. Much love to all of the doctors, nurses there at Children's Hospital as well. On Air. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Kanye at the Super Bowl with the kids. SoFi Stadium. Lots of celebs were there. We have been rehashing it all morning long. Sisney actually was in the stadium as well. What a finish. Congratulations to the L.A. Rams. Uh, All right. The commercials. We have not touched upon the commercials yet. Sisney, what was your favorite commercial? Believe it or not, they actually still played some commercials um, on the big screen. Oh, did they? At SoFi. Yeah. I don't think we got all of them, but the one that I did see was really funny. It was the Flamin' Hot Doritos with the singing animals, like in the jungle, and they all yeah. start singing uh, Push It. Uh-huh. It was that was hysterical. good. That was uh, a good did you, one. Did they, did they run the QR code commercial in the stadium that we all saw for like five minutes that just bounced around? Our screens? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> it just like what was it? so it was a there was an old game called Pong back in the day. Oh yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. Okay. And and the Pong square would just bounce around the screen and it would just you know. Yeah. And so a QR code came up and I think it changed colors, but there was nothing but black screen and a QR a, like a mysterious cryptic QR code square. And so it was bouncing around for a few seconds then seemed like it seemed like for the longest commercial right, yeah. in the Super Bowl. Turns out Patty, what was it? I don't know. I didn't see it, but I did see the memes. I didn't click on oh, it. Oh, it was crypto. Though. I thought we I thought you were all about it. It's, it was a crypto I didn't I just didn't I commercial. didn't put my phone up. It was Coinbase. Oh. Yeah, it was for the world of <laughs> cryptocurrency. There was a lot of cryptocurrency. Yeah, and metaverse too. Um so Patty, what was your favorite commercial? My favorite one was the one, it was a, a beer commercial, and it had Serena Williams, Steve Buscemi, and if you oh. like like uh, NFL ex-players. Peyton Manning. And Peyton yeah. Manning, yeah, that yeah, one, yeah, that was. And Tanya, very, what was. Very cinematic. What was yours, Tanya? 
the Scarlett Johansson and Colin Me Jost too. Amazon. That was mine. That I was love it when he goes really funny. When he goes, when you're making out with these people on screen, do you like it or tell are you just lies, acting? Tell me, tell me sweet me. little lies. <laughs> it's all about Alexa reading your mind. I was like, that is epic. Yeah. The commercial Good. is, uh, well, actually, we have it here. When you have to do those love scenes with hot guys, is that fun or is that like the worst? It's the worst. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. That's the best. I, I thought that, that, I was trying to figure out what my favorite was, then that one nailed it. I was, You know what I mean? Like that yeah, sort of sealed the good. deal for me. Tanya, while we have you on mic, um, it has been brought to my attention that you have written on this Valentine's Day, this day of St. Valentine, a Valentine's yeah. poem. Now, is this to your boyfriend or is this to us? What, what is this about? This is not to my boyfriend. This is to my other loves of my life, the three of you. Oh, that's Cute. thoughtful. I feel bad. We didn't write. Did you, Sisney, did you write a Valentine for anybody? No, I no, did not. We not I mean, working. not for you we're guys. Busy. My been kids, yes. My oh, oh okay. Tanya, that's so sweet of you. Very so I brought heart shaped glasses to put <laughs> you on. <laughs> <laughs> they're so cute. They're and like... I'm gonna read it to you guys now. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Wait, wait. wait Dedicated. Yeah, we oh. need some music. Okay, there you go. There we okay. Go. Dedicated to love, happy St. Valentine's Day. Only caring about romantic love is, as Hilary Duff says, so yesterday. I wanted to write a love letter to you three for loving me the way you do and loving me for me. You've made me laugh when all I wanted to do was cry. You put a little bit of sparkle back in my teary eye. Patty, you've given me advice and pushed me to dream bigger. Because of you, I am no quitter. Sissany, you've always had my back and been like a real big sis. You had your arms wide open, even from my very first day at KISS. Ryan, I know how much you stuck your neck out for me. Without you, I truly don't know where I'd be. So with a sincere heart and a very dry eye, happy V-Day to my work family, my loves, my ride or dies. Aww, oh, that so is cute. so beautiful. <laughs> I loved it. How do you do that? I could not do that if I tried for a day. Like, how do you do that? Do you start? How do you put that together? What do you start with? What do you see? Uh, First of all, Ryan, it's like so basic. You just rhyme the last word. I am not a good. No, it's look. It's basically beautiful, but we (laughs) like some of us are not. I'm just not a poetic writer. I'm just not. And it's I struggle with it, like on Valentine's Day or birthdays when I have to write like a really. If I want to write a poetic card, I can't. I don't have that skill. I could help you. I don't need to call you to write a birthday card for friends of mine, but it is yeah. a skill. I just feel like that's something that you're good at. Thank you. I wrote three for my boyfriend. They're gonna he's gonna find them throughout the day. Oh. Oh, what so so much for us. All right. No, yeah. I'm sorry, the boyfriend's got three poems. We got a stanza. We all have to share one. We gotta yeah. share one. Yeah, we, exactly. Oh, oh my okay. god. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's cool. Yeah, he's been around for about a year. We've been around forever. Mm, uh okay. Yeah. Uh, on air. With Ryan Seacrest. Tomorrow's a second date update. It's a second date friendship update. Two moms met at a mutual friends party and totally hit it off. They became fast friends until things slowed down. We'll do that tomorrow and we keep paying your bills too. Have a good Monday. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.